Okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Building a Stomping Ground podcast. We're giving you some bonus episodes here in uh, season one in our wrap-up of the Hidden Curriculum. And as we said in the previous episode, we were going to introduce you to our two new camp directors, camp director extraordinaires, and they're amazing people, and they're going to be amazing at their job. But we're just also so excited to get them in here and kind of talk more to them about what they what do they what do they think about this whole crazy place? And we're welcoming today Nelson. Nelson, how are you? What's going on? Hey, it's uh, it's Nelson. I'm doing well, doing well, Ray. Honestly, I'm just I'm just happy that we're like, but I'm I'm finally I'm finally here, man. I'm, I'm I made it. I feel like I feel like a celebrity, man. You're you're finally in the stew, as it would be. <laughs> We, we've yeah. been talking ever ever since you joined. We were excited to get in the studio together. And while we're both in separate locations and, and different states, we're, we're still living that stew life. Nelson, real real quick for, for the people, give like the three sentence background on what, what your like camp career has been like before you got here. It's been you've been in a bunch of camps. Give me give me like the quick elevator pitch. Like my name's Nelson and here's who I am. Boom. All right. So I'm going to I'm going to start. I'm going to start from the very beginning, I guess, because I guess that's my career is what I consider. <laughs> but I started coming to camp when I was 11. Uh, my mom pretty much forced me to go to camp. I didn't want to go at all, but then I fell in love with it. So I went back every week since. So that's almost what, like almost two decades now. I started working at the camp that I grew up with, which is called Dragonfly Forest, and eventually became the director there. Uh, that led to me kind of just like being a director at all kinds of other organizations to just name a few Camp Kesum, Camp Tall Tree. Uh, I've worked for YMCA camps. Uh, 4-H camps, done a little bit of consulting and uh, and that nature. Speaking of conferences, that was fun. Uh, traveled a little bit doing that. And now I am here at Stomping Ground and I could not be more ecstatic because I feel like after learning about so many camps, like it, it kind of embodies like all of like the best parts of like all of those other camps. I, I would argue to say you're camp famous. That's like, that's like 10 camps right there. I'm sure there'll be people listening <laughs> and they'll be like, oh, of course I know Nelson. You know, our followers are just going to shoot through the roof after that. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. You get your hopes up, man. I don't know. We can, <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll shoot for at least five. We'll shoot for you, at least five. You know Nelson's got like that 10K <laughs> blue check mark on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Verified. I wish. I wish. Yeah. Well, t- tell me, <laughs> and before we kind of get in a little bit more about like what this ride's been like so far, I know it's been, you know, a couple weeks now since you've joined the team, but real quick for people that don't know, how did how did you first hear about Stomping Ground and how did you first get involved with what, what Jack and Laura had going on? So I've First, I don't know if I first heard about Stomping Ground, but the first time I met the people involved would be Jack and Laura. Some odd years ago, I was actually uh, co-counselors with Jack at a camp called Camp Tall Tree, which is a camp for kids with autism. And I don't know, that's the first time I met them. And then after that, like we just kind of somehow loosely stayed connected in the camp world because we had mutual friends. And then like as like the camp kind of started to pop, as they started to create the camp Stomping Ground, I would just see like all of this like dope cool stuff that they were doing and like their like mentality around camp and how they wanted to approach it and like also just the idea of like before you even starting something traveling the country to figure out the best parts of every like 200 camps and then like brought them into their own kind of mold and then also added their own spin to it and i think that's what really kind of brought me on i i when I describe it to people, I call myself kind of a fanboy of stomping ground for like the past yeah. five years. And when I think of like what camp should be, it like aligns with like a lot of the things I see and especially like things like the radical empathy and like the, the maybe not no rules camp, but like definitely yeah. like freedom of choice and things of that nature and like putting emphasis on that stuff and community building. And they were just doing all of it and they were doing it so well. But that's pretty much kind of how I heard about it and like how I kind of got into it. 
Well, I, I think one thing that was really cool when you, you joined up with the team that first week when we were doing our, our orientation for you guys, which was all on Zoom, which was a new experience for me. And I want to get into that a little bit and talk about what that was like for you. One thing to start a job, one thing to do it all virtually. But one thing that was really cool when you gave your, your PowerPoint presentation on who you were, you talked about like your camp journey and you, you know, all those camps you just mentioned, you talk about the ones you went to as a kid and the ones you're so grateful to have all these memories for and, and different leadership positions you've had over the years. And I don't remember if I'll get the wording exactly right, but when you got to stomping ground, you, you said something like it was the dream realized. Yeah, I, I can't remember either exactly what I said, but it was definitely like the, the slide definitely was like just the dream. And there was just a big logo, the camp stomping ground logo. Yeah. It was like living the dream. I was like, yeah, I, I feel like I was interning almost for the past five years that like culminated to me getting like my dream job, which is like stopping ground or at least. And, and that's why I kind of called it the dream. I was like, yeah, man, like all of these, like, and not to like, not to say like I didn't enjoy any of my time. Like I, I, I like love my time at all the other camps, but I feel like I, I definitely was saying yes to opportunities for the experience to kind of improve my skills and stuff like that. I don't think I joined stopping ground like for the experience. Like, I feel like I have it. I, I feel like, I feel like I like, kind of understand to the best of my ability kind of how camp runs. Mm -hmm. And now I got like, it's like a, the choice. Like I got to choose what I want to do. It's like, I don't know why this is coming to mind, but they, there was like, there was somebody that told me that like one of the smartest professors at like one of the biggest colleges, like comes dressed in like pajamas because nobody can say anything to him because he's like the best at his job. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, like he, he can choose whatever, whatever he wants to do because he's just so good at his job. And like, that's where I wanted to get. I wanted to be able to like, choose what I wanted to do and, and do it because I loved it so much. So how, how are you feeling? Like it's, I think I was just looking at the date. It's almost like a month in, maybe a little bit more since you've joined up, you know, it, this, this whole podcast and this whole thing that we're doing right now was again, sparked out of the idea of, of you and Shani joining up, which everyone was so excited for. And now we're a month into the, the experiment. We like to use that word sometimes this time around, like how, how are you feeling after a month of, of doing, doing the dream? I feel, I feel good. I feel like it was the right decision. Um, I feel like the first thing that came to mind when you said that was, I, I was like, yo, shout out Shani. Like, cause she's dope. She's like, yep, yep, yep. she's like, she's like a, it's, it's dope to like, one of my biggest things about like working with camps is like, I, I really want to enjoy the people that I work with. I don't know. It's dope to not be the only new, the new person. I'm not going to lie. It feels good to like have someone to like relate to. Yeah. Um, and that's been like a huge, a huge blessing, I guess I would call it, but it, it feels good. Like I, it's like almost like everything I imagined that it would be and like, and more like, like all the way, like, even though it's on zoom, like the way that like, okay, the biggest example that I think I like consistently go back to in my head is, uh, the way meetings are run. And like, from the time I was like 16, all the way up until pretty much last year, that's like been my least favorite part about campus meetings. <laughs> hands down meetings and if they're in and if they happen before 10 a.m right yeah don't expect me to be a part of it don't expect me to be enjoying it like i i, I hate meetings like with a passion i don't know it might be like pessimistic but i'm always the one that's in the back and in, in the back of the room saying like this could have been sent in an email and like somehow stomping ground is uh, like or like a we i it's it's we i don't know even how to even approach yeah, that's like a, a that's a we that's a we <laughs> It's like, it's like, it doesn't feel intrusive. It doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like tedious. It doesn't, it, they feel fun today. I, today is what Monday. And like, I, I've been looking forward to what wise for like the, I was like, <laughs> and, a, and what wise by the way, is a meeting we do <laughs> at 9am in the morning. I am not a morning person. Right. So like, I was looking forward to it because like the meetings are actually fun and engaging and like make a lot of sense, but also get the work done. 
for a lot of our stomping on community, this might be their first chance getting to hear about you and, and what you're about. And something that I really connected with you over is, is the fact that you're, you're so much more than like just a, a summer camp professional. And so am I. And like, so are all the members of our team. We bonded a lot over music. And so I want to do like a quick, like, okay, let's give five, five things that you want the stomping ground community to know about you that aren't related to you being a summer camp director. All right. Boom. I can definitely do that. It's, and the reason I can do that is because recently I was thinking about like weird things I've done at summer camp. And I was like, where did I get those skills to do that? And I was like, oh, right. I did do this for like, uh, like a couple of times. So uh, the first thing that comes to mind is I love to dance. I, I love dancing, um, like all styles. Most likely will find myself doing hip hop dance. I'm like self-taught hip hop dancer, uh, lots of freestyling. Uh, my favorite dance style is crumping. Uh, which is a pretty aggressive style. It's kind of fallen off, but like, I, I love to crump. So you Google it. Um, <laughs> uh, you already kind of talked about, I love all things music. So like dancing is included in that, but like, I also like to make music. I like to play instruments. I was in the band since like fourth grade, like played like the mini tuba. It's called the euphonium. Um, and then ended up being like the drum major, which was like super dope. I got to conduct my own high school marching band. That was fun i once played a sport that like i like to call myself an almost semi-professional athlete <laughs> it was a sport called chronum and i found out about it through a guy that i worked with at camp there's a video they did of me uh they did like a player profile and then like if you think of i was i don't know the, the sport's weird it's like a mix of basketball soccer and handball all put together there's like four there's like four net and like you can like dunk the ball it was it's it's a crazy sport but like it was just so dope because there was so much going on but they did like a player profile video of me on youtube that's up that i'll probably share with you at some point uh what else i'm a huge fan of poetry so i i'm a huge fan of like spoken word poetry mostly i think i like all poetry but spoken word really is like that kind of performative aspect of poetry. I once recited a poem for my high school talent show in one, which was dope. It was called, uh, it's actually my favorite poem. It's uh, called The Crickets Have Arthritis by Shane Coizan. And I'm probably pronouncing his name wrong, but it's it's kind of a sad poem, but it's like very powerful. And the last fifth thing I would probably say is I like geek out kind of about numbers. Like I'm really big into like math and statistics. My college degree was in mathematics. I like am not a huge fan of school overall, to be honest. Definitely see the value, but I'm not a huge fan of it. But like math and like the way numbers work and the way like you can almost like describe anything with like an equation is like I get I get really nerdy about things like the uniqueness and existence. It's it's like I don't know. I, I could I could like go yeah. on about that. Like also science, like science recently lately, like Mark Mark Rober, bro. <laughs> Mark Rober, dog, Vsauce, Minute Physics. Oh my God. I've lost so many hours. So like I just I think I just watched him like power of supercar with lemons. Like it was it was crazy. Like, I, I, I love stuff like that. Like, just like weird little things. I'm like, I probably will never use this, but like, yeah. it's, it's just interesting to know about. But like, those are probably five things about me. It's a quick episode and I want to talk so much more and we'll probably just make a, a Nelson podcast at some point. But I think something that we're always doing at Stomping Ground, and I'm sure you've seen this a lot, is kind of talking about the why. Like, why do we do this program? Why do we do this option? Why do we do this initiative that we're starting? And so I'm kind of curious. I know it's a big question. Like, why do you do this job that is taking up so much time in your life, but like talk, talk briefly about some, some why it could be one why it doesn't have to be the most important why in your life, but why, why work for this camp? Why do this work? Why, why should kids come this summer? Why should staff apply tackle tackle one of these questions and why you think stomping ground matters? All right. I, I, I think 
like one of the whys is I kind of, I think I just see the importance and like the, the difference that camp can make in like one person's life. Mm. And like, I think I'm saying one person's life because I don't want to just, when most people say that, they're like, you can change campers lives. Like, I don't think it's just campers that lives are changed. I think it's like, just by going to camp, like even for like a week, like I think one person can like just completely change their life. And like, it's almost always for the better. And like, I'm like living, breathing proof, like being there from 11. And then I'm still like, I'm like the camper that like never left camp. Uh, apparently, like I just never grew out of camp <laughs> and thinking a lot about like what camp has done for me and how it has like the the amount of skills and the amount of opportunities and the amount of relationships and friends and and just 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 incredibly dope human beings that I've encountered like are, can all be like tracked back down to camp and I like, can all be tracked back down like all like a lot of like my confidences can be tracked down to camp and a lot of like my creative all of that is like fully developed and like not just developed but like encouraged and like allowed to flourish at my camps that I grew up at like the reason that I'm a camp director is uh, Scott Arizala who was my camp, my like very first camp director and I told him that one day I'm gonna have his job yeah. and uh, lo and behold here I am as a camp director and I was like when I was like 15, I think I told him that. Um, but I think like the why is just like, like the, like, and I, and I, it's like an overused where like it's 100% an overused word in the camp yeah, community, sure. but like the impact that it has like truly, like, I don't know. Like I, I've also like, like we've already talked about, like I've, I've delved into so many other areas. Like I've delved into the other arts. I've delved into like different like science areas and, and, and STEM areas and different, um, cultural things and stuff like that but like nothing really seems to have that stick that like gusto that like going to camp for like three months every year does like it's just nothing nothing compares like nothing compares in terms of like the, the highs and the lows and the joys and the and the skills and life lessons that you get from just going to camp it's also just kind of fun right like it's yeah. like you know, like people you get paid to like <laughs> like we, we kind of frown on a little bit but like i think if we were like also a, a bit honest as camp professionals like you you kind of get paid to play for like three <laughs> months out of the year and like it's just a reality of the job like it's like you you're getting paid to play and like there's like a lot more freedom and stuff like that and when, i think that's why i think that's why i do camp i think because i see the impact and i like to play yeah, there's a great line that uh, one one of our staff members, I think her name's, or I know her name. I, th- I think this was her <laughs> line. Nicole, I know your name if you're listening out there. But <laughs> she, uh, she, I think this is the line she says, or she created, or some she stole from some other camp, maybe Frost Valley, and said, like, it's when, when stuff's really chaotic, like when shit's hitting the fan at camp, which it definitely can, and we start to think really big, like, oh, my God, all these problems and stuff we're tackling. She, she has this line, it's like, it's just s'mores or something like that. Like, at the end of the day, like, yeah, we're trying to do all these big things and camp can have this dramatic impact. But I think something that you're hinting to at the end is like, at the end of the day, you know, we're there to play that basketball game, do that crazy night game, take on that silly costume. Like it's, it's, we're there to like have fun. That's like a very big part of what we do. And if we can make all the other stuff work around that and simultaneously with that, then like we're doing it greatly. Like we're doing it, we're doing it in the best way we can. But Nelson, thank you so much for, for taking time today. Like I said, I hope that we get to go back in the stew together more times than not. Glad that I got to be here. I'm glad I got to be in the stew. Yeah. I'm glad that I have the opportunity to even like continue doing these podcasts because I hopefully I, the plan is to stick around for a while. So uh, you'll be hearing more of my voice in the future. Nelson, everybody, uh, thank you so much for listening today. We're going to bring Shawnee on for the next uh, episode and installment. But keep tuning in, building this Down Beyond podcast in the stew. 
Nelson. Take care, man. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs>